0: Welcome to the path to podcast success. My name is Evan Johnson, and I want to share with you how to develop and maintain a successful podcast. My guests and I will discuss all things podcasting and how your podcast can become an essential part of your business. That means more revenue, better relationships with your audience, and so much more. If you haven't already, check out our website at iPodcastEdit.com and enter your email address to get each episode delivered directly to your inbox, along with some other free information I'm sure you'll find useful. Get ready to turn on your mic and join me on the path to podcast success. Hi Tyson, thank you so much for being willing to come on the show today. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, no worries, thanks for having me
0: so uh this is going to be a little bit of a different episode because you don't actually have a podcast but you do have a youtube channel and an active facebook group and so you're still generating content that's essentially the same as a podcast but it's going out on uh youtube and facebook mostly is that correct
1: yeah totally totally and what i'll uh What I'll be basically talking about the discussion we'll be having is pretty relevant since a lot of the people, a lot of the, you know, hundreds of online business owners that I've coached in the last couple of years, the vast majority have started some sort of online content, you know, video creation or, you know, and some have even started podcasts. So it's, it's going to be a really, really cool conversation and definitely uh, something that your audience will get a lot of benefit from.
0: Yes, I think so too. I'm excited. So, and I like to start off in the same place to everyone, and uh, that is by asking, "What was your biggest fear before? Now, in your case, this would be before you started generating that content, before you started building your audience on Facebook and YouTube. What was your biggest fear? And did that fear come true?"
1: Yes. Yeah, so uh, basically, I started about three and a half years ago, almost four years now, starting my my online coaching business, and releasing content was was terrifying I remember when I uh, had a bit of a a thought within myself I said you know I'm going to release some content to the world I was going to release on Facebook on my personal page some content relating to mindset psychology and just release to the world what it is I do and I just had these huge judgments of what people would think and you know sort of get that that grip in your stomach and that uh that weight in your stomach of oh my god people are gonna judge me and people are going to you know just be there and say who the hell are you to start a coaching business who the hell are you to tell people what to do or anything like that which is not what a coach does but basically yeah the fears and the judgments of others was something that was definitely holding me back
0: yeah and so what did those fears come to? Did did they come true, or how was the response when you started to put out the content?
1: I was basically thrown out of my family and my house burnt down. No, I'm kidding. That would be that would be funny. But the uh, the the because I've had such a a large, I wouldn't say a huge following, but I've I've got a lot of engagement. I've, a lot of engagement on Facebook. So there are some that obviously judge you but the, the vast majority of the fears and doubts and frustrations, you know, they, they never come true. It's all, all in the mind. And now I know that whenever someone judges judges me and my efforts are not judging me, they're judging a side of themselves. So mm-hmm. that's really what allowed me to step outside my comfort zone. And that comfort zone's just grown and grown and grown because I've been willing to go past those fears and challenge my own doubts. So that's really where it, where it resides.
0: Right. Okay. And so where are things now? So you've been going on it for a while. I know your YouTube channel is a lot more recent than your podcast or your, um, Facebook group and such, right? How, uh, when did you start the YouTube channel? So
1: it's only about a month ago. It was a little bit more daunting to start because I'm sure a lot of people, uh, you know, who start a podcast, you start a YouTube channel, you start whatever. The early beginning stages are pretty daunting since you're thinking, oh my god, people are going to look at it and it's going to it's going to have no views, it's going to have no social proof, right? There's no uh, right. there's no you know pieces that are going to establish you as the authority, and that's what really holds people back. They just want to get from zero to hundred in uh, in the first day, and anyone who started something on on a platform like that knows that that's not the way it goes it is a it is slow slow progress and as you get started that's that's just part of the journey right and so yeah the 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 youtube channel is about a month ago but i have been on facebook and growing things on that for a few years now
0: okay and so what What prompted you to actually start the YouTube channel? So you've been going along with Facebook and you've been growing your audience and you've been doing what you've been doing, but something had to have changed or some thought came into your head that, and then you let, led you to start a YouTube channel. So what, what was that thought and what was that change? Why did you start the YouTube channel?
1: I was basically on Facebook doing videos anyway, I was doing Facebook lives. I was recording videos and uploading them and I have a friend, because I've got a really close community of, of business owners and people doing well on, online. And one of my friends has a YouTube um, following of about 56,000 to date. And so she was giving me some tips and, and, and tricks and saying, man, why don't you start a YouTube channel? And she was helping me do some stuff in my Facebook group as well. And I'm like, man, I'm doing videos anyway. <laughs> and I, I want to I create it'd be good to have a library of videos where people can just go there and binge watch or, you know, add value through that, through that medium. And so my real focus was, man, just imagine the the value we can give and and what we can create uh, in the community by having that platform there, just another avenue for people to learn about themselves, learn about how to, how to overcome all their fears, doubts and frustrations with starting a business or starting something like a podcast. Or starting things like a, a YouTube channel, whatever it may be. And that's my passion anyway. So I decided, you know what, it's good. It's going to, despite only having, you know, zero subscribers and no views on any of my videos, I'll, I'll overcome that hurdle and, uh, and get started just because I know it's going to be immense value to, um, to my future audience and my current, uh, my current audience.
0: Right. So, do you create separate YouTube-specific content or have you just been recycling the videos that you've created on Facebook or both?
1: A bit of both, a bit of both. Yeah, so I started off putting videos on there, but I organize, like you attended a couple of days ago, I, I organize a lot of mastermind calls and where I interview experts. So things like that, I organize for my, for my Facebook group to learn all the ins and outs of you know growing An online business, and so that's just perfect content to then just upload on YouTube. But there are there are YouTube specific videos that I have organized just for that, that are more short, you know, sweet and sharp, where people can just grab a tidbit of information or a tidbit of how to, you know, transform, transform themselves and their lives. So yeah, it's a bit of both.
0: And so, how has, of course, you know, since you're only about a month in, I don't know what how things have been progressing, but have you seen any growth, even within the last month of the YouTube channel? How? Has oh, growth yeah, been? of
1: course. Yeah, totally. Totally. I'm not focused on the growth, but you know, it's only been a few weeks and I've got uh 60, 65, 63 something subscribers, whatever it may be. Nice. But the, yeah, the, the growth is in some of the videos. I mean, it's just a matter of time, right? and so some of them are getting views some of them have got up to you know 80 something views things like that but not a pe- not a lot of people know about the youtube channel <laughs> so that, that's going to grow as i release more and more consistently things like that i've only got probably about like 20 around about probably less than 20 videos up there but people are watching them people are getting the value people are commenting and so yeah it's been it's it's really cool i'm not doing it for the initial uh huge results i'm doing it yeah. for the value that it can build now and long term so that's where my real focus is
0: exactly yeah i'm happy to hear that that's i feel like a lot of people come at content creation like this because from what you're saying youtube channel and a podcast are pretty much the same thing uh and so I, I like hearing that you're coming at it from that perspective because a lot of people get disappointed where they release episode one or they release their first couple videos and oh why don't i have a hundred thousand listens what's wrong with me yeah. what's wrong with my podcast that's not, uh, yeah. you know, it, it's really the long game that you're playing. It's, it's results that happen over, over time and it takes time to grow. So I'm happy to hear that. And do you, so you said you post consistently, do you post videos at a certain time each week or like how, how have you been able to stay consistent with the YouTube content?
1: Yeah, it hasn't been at a specific time or day, anything like that. But anytime I do uh, a video on Facebook or, or something like that, it has been uploaded I'm very consistent with my content on Facebook because my business coaches have taught me how to grow on that and grow a lot of engagement on there. So it's whenever I do upload a video on Facebook, obviously it's going to be uploaded on my YouTube channel as well. So it hasn't necessarily been a consistent, you know, time and day, you know, sort of thing. I would recommend that for people who do have, who are getting started, but I know I don't, uh, I don't need the motivation to be consistent. I was at the start. It is so super important to block out a time and day to make something happen. If, if you are getting started, and you think you do need that motivation and that uh, self discipline. But yeah, it's been it's been pretty sporadic for me in terms of when I do it because I do it very consistently anyway. So it's um, yeah. So that's really part of the routine.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and ask you more about the back end of what you do. So I know that when it comes to YouTube videos and content creation like that, there's a lot, you know, there's more work involved than simply recording some content and then, you know, that's it. What do you do outside of simply recording and do you outsource any of it? So that'd be like video editing and whatnot.
1: I don't outsource that stuff but I do have I do have all the software to be able to edit and, and things like that I have outsourced um, some videos and 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 things like that here and there with some of the larger videos some of the more compilations of you know of journeys that I've been on that might take a bit more time but I find it's 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 easy it's easy for me to jump on since I've learned a few of the skills to jump on something a platform where I can uh, where I can edit and I can do those sort of things. You know, we have free things like Canva, but I also have uh, Camtasia and those sort of programs where I can just go in there and slice and and slice and dice and and make some things happen. But basically, for the longer videos, for so something that's going to take up a bit more time, I'm all for you know automating it, delegating it. <laughs> And uh, and and outsourcing that type of work because if I can put that—that's not my zone of genius—into someone someone's hands who's that is their zone of genius, then it just makes the process so much more smooth, uh, and the end product is just you know so much so much better for the audience.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I I feel the same way. It's there. There definitely comes a point when, especially as things pick up there's a time requirement problem. And of course, you know, someone else's zone of genius is doing that, like you said. Mm. So, yeah. So tell us a little bit more specifically, uh, you didn't talk about this before uh, or not in a lot of detail anyway. Tell us a little bit more about exactly what your YouTube channel is about and what you, what you talk about and what your business is.
1: Yeah, totally. So anyone who knows me and anyone who's seen my content knows that I'm passionate about, helping online business owners and coaching hundreds in the last couple of years, one-on-one diving in deep in terms of studying their, their mind and their unconscious mind and overcoming all the fears, doubts and frustrations with, with starting something new and starting you know something like a podcast or starting an online business, whatever it may be. My very, very big passion is in realizing that a lot of people are trying to start something and grow something because they're trying to fill a void within themselves at some level. So what you may have found and what your listeners may have found as well is that, you know, we try to succeed because at some level that'll make us feel like we're enough and that we're worthy. And what I've found is that when you, when that is the unconscious or even conscious pattern of us trying to feel enough through achievement, we basically put ourselves into two, two categories, two, two outcomes generally happen. One is that, you cut off the creativity, the passion, and the internal resourcefulness that's necessary to achieve, right? When we we think we need to be somebody or we think we need to do something or achieve a particular result in order to feel enough, that pressure and that stress cuts off so much creativity and so much flow And that's when you never find yourself, you know, feeling like you're in that, what we said before, that zone of genius where you're just flowing, you're in your creative, you're passionate and insightful and and resourceful internally. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's one piece. The second piece and the second sort of option is that they find a way to succeed. And even when they do, they live in fear that they're going to lose that. Because both circumstances you've placed you've placed something externally, you know, you've attributed something externally to how you want to feel internally. So almost like, you know, you could place anything external. I've got this water bottle in front of me. If this water bottle, if I need to have this water bottle in order to feel enough, you know, once I get it, I'm going to live live in fear that I'm going to lose it. Right. Yeah. So a lot of people have, a lot of people find themselves in that realm, either they're stuck and they're trying to succeed and they're not finding a way cause they're cutting off their creativity or a lot of my clients actually do succeed and now they're starting to feel a level of unfulfillment within themselves that they, uh, that they can't get over and they don't know why and they're just trying to get to that next level and that next level and that next level.
0: Yeah. And so that's what you're sharing via through your Facebook group and your community community and, and through your YouTube channel as well.
1: Correct. I, I love teaching and coaching and sharing knowledge on the business tactics as well and how to grow and how to expand. But in my experience and what people are starting to find is that if you don't solve those internal conflicts, then no, it's very, very rare that any business tactic will, will work for you long term. But if, if you resolve those internal conflicts and you start to do the work on yourself. You can access a level of creativity where you can start to apply the business tactics with so much more insight so much more creativity that your success is just inevitable just because you're on that different level and and that's what i found with with my clients and that's what i found with my community is when they focus on this sort of stuff it's uh it's immensely beneficial for anything that you look to start so for example with a podcast if you're thinking about content to release you're thinking about episodes you're thinking about what's flowing and what would be you know great for you to share if you if you're doing the podcast you're starting the podcast not so that you can get a lot of listeners and so that you can at some level feel like you're accomplished and significant and and at some level enough if you're just doing it because it puts you in flow and it's what you love doing it's what you love sharing it's a topic on you know art or it's a topic on human resources in organizations or it's a, or it's a conversation about you know wildlife whatever it may be whatever's passionate for you content or flow and you'll be in a level of you'll be in an emotional state that draws people in right that draws people in because you're in your flow you're in your creative and that's what puts people you know that's what hooks people on your stuff not necessarily the content itself. It's that it's coming from a source that's so congruent and so authentic that it's just so compelling. And so that's really what I found is that when people start something like this, understanding your internal conflicts and resolving those is, is the critical piece.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's incredible. That's very true. A lot of people don't realize mindset is as important as it is when it comes to content creation and just business in general, but it's number one. So, so where, tell us a little bit about what your plans are for what you're doing. So tell us about, you know, six months from now, a year from now, uh, where do you want your, like your community to be and your business to be your YouTube channel? Do you plan on starting a podcast or like adding on other forms of content creation and other mediums or what, what's the plan for you?
1: Yeah, sure. So at the moment, you got listeners will know that i just started the youtube channel the facebook group's been growing for a while now it's i've been off and on very off and on in my consistency with the facebook group but it's grown at to date it's at about 830 members and it's growing quite quickly and it's very very engaging which is very rare in a in in a free facebook group uh so growing that community of business owners and business leaders has been really, really exciting to be able to allow that group to be able to collaborate with each other to grow as one and connect each other, leverage each other's networks has been really, really exciting. So I'd love for that to expand in the next, uh, in the next six months, getting well over a 1000 members is going to be is naturally just going to be there soon anyway. And so I'm just being very, very creative, very resourceful with how to add value to that community, and that's really what's what's setting the base for my business in terms of uh, leads, clients, referrals, collaborations, joint ventures, all those different things. It's been really, really cool. So growing that community is going to be a, a heavy focus in the next few months, and then, and I've also I'm going to start, which is probably already started by the time this is released is uh, transformational group coaching. So this is my, in my Facebook group, I'm going to have an element where I interview speakers where this is the they're getting the business content. So the business tech tools and strategies, but also offering offering just free coaching for people who want to jump in a group and learn how to solve those internal conflicts and mm-hmm. learn how to solve what's going on within them. So they can apply the business tactics with more resourcefulness and with more effectiveness. So then they can they can clearly see the the benefits they get from it. Um, so I'm going to be starting that, as we talk now, it's going to be next week. And it's, it's going to be really, really exciting. I've done group coaching in the past and it's just amazing to see when someone has a transformation and then everyone else on the call can learn and grow indirectly by watching that transformation. It's super, super powerful. So I'm excited about growing that. And excited about doing a lot of collaborations with other people who do have a type of business audience and organizing ways in which we can leverage our our audiences to share some really really cool pieces of content and, and expertise so really just engaging with those types of uh, experts who can who we can you know collaborate and build partnerships things of that nature that's really where I love to see that's really my main focus in the next few months. And that's, uh, that's what I'm excited to grow.
0: Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. And that's exciting because I know that, you know, I'm, I'm sure that I'm def- I'm a part of your, your Facebook group as well. And I'm, I'm excited to be able to see all of that content and, and experience all of that value because something that I've seen from what you've shared and on the webinar I was on the other day, you're all about sharing value and impacting people. And so that's why I'm excited to see you know all of your plans and all of what you're going to be doing because I know that I'm at least going to be able to benefit a lot from it and I know a lot of other people will too. So thank you for all of that.
1: Yeah, no problem. It's going to be exciting, and uh, that's the idea. If people are loving it, I'm I'm sure people who start a podcast as well are uh, in tune with this. It's just listening to your audience about some feedback, and you know paying very very close attention to what it is that they truly do want to make a shift in and, and then tying that in with what makes you passionate and what, what you, puts you in flow. I'm sure people can hear even the, the congruency and passion in my voice when I talk about mindset and talk about the internal conflicts uh, and resolving those, how, how passionate I am. I'm in flow when I talk about this stuff. And so people who do start a podcast, people who do start something of their own are definitely going to go through that. They're going to they're going to feel that level of creativity, and they're going to be excited to start that and listen to the feedback they get, and and listen to their audience, and and enjoy serving, just enjoy being of service and contributing something to the world and seeing it grow as as you evolve.
0: Yeah, no, that's incredible, and I you know I agree with all of that. I think that's yeah, just sharing value, evolving, and growing, and. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see, you know, see all that happen and see the results. So, thank you for sharing. And um I wanted to ask as well as we kind of wind down the podcast, I'd like to ask for those listeners who are unsure about starting a YouTube channel, starting a podcast or starting a business or a Facebook group or something along those lines, what would you say to them and what would be your number one tip for them?
1: Oh, you know it's going to be internal. <laughs> oh,
0: yes, of course so, it has to be. So we might open
1: up a little bit of a different conversation that could go for a few extra minutes which is fine I'm more than happy to talk for as long as we need. One thing that you'll find one thing that I do with my clients is that I ask them what's your what's the biggest fear right what's the biggest what's the worst case scenario So in starting a podcast a lot of people may say, well, and you could um you could definitely give me some insight in this. A lot of people say, look, it just doesn't get off the ground. I don't get any views, I don't get any type of engagement, and it doesn't grow at all. Would you say that's the biggest the biggest fear of people or is it something else?
0: That is one of the I mean, there's a lot of fears, but I'd say that is one of the more standard ones that a lot of people have being afraid that no one will care no one will listen who are they to be the ones to talk about what they're talking about you know everything along those lines no one's going to listen no one's going to okay. care people will hate it yeah so pretty so yeah you're 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 right you're right
1: okay let's go with that so some of the fears that some people may be feeling when they're starting a podcast or when they're just getting started or they've already released a few episodes is that okay it's not going to get engagement people aren't going to listen they're not going to care and maybe even people judge, right? People are oh, yeah. going to judge the, the content that I release. People are, are going to hate it. They're not, they're not going to like it. What I have a lot of my clients do is realize that what's happening when this fear arises, this is basically a pattern that you've picked up throughout your childhood that says, I need to be enough in order to be worthy of love. We have one fear and one primary fear, or two primary fears, when we're growing up, and that is that if I'm not enough, I won't be worthy of love. Which, to our unconscious, is our very survival.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we feel like, at some unconscious level, if we're not enough and we're not worthy of, we're not worthy of love that matters most to us, then we won't survive. So if you're worried about what people will think, if you're worried that it's not gonna get off the ground, if you're worried that there's gonna be no views and people are gonna hate it, you're basically triggering the fear, the the pattern within you that says, I'm I'm not gonna be enough. And therefore, I'm not gonna be worthy of love. Therefore, I'm I'm gonna die. Which is why uh, internal challenges can kick in with such a fear-based response of the fight flight, right? Is right. because it is actually linked to death, <laughs> and so yep. what is basically happening when this fear arises? You're going to start a podcast, or you've released a few episodes, or you're wanting to grow it, and you have this fear. It's basically a younger you. This is the way I, I, I think about it. Think about a five-year-old, your five-year-old self, coming to you saying, "Oh my God, if this happens, I'm not going to be enough," and they're scared, right? They're terrified. And so you have this fear that arises, this emotion that arises of fear. And what a lot of people do when this five-year-old within them arises with this, these worries, a lot of people either avoid that emotion, so they do the things that don't trigger that emotion. They go and distract themselves or they go and they, they uh, eat or drink or gamble or watch Netflix, whatever it may be. They distract themselves from it or they fight against it, meaning they make it wrong, right? They make it wrong, and not only do they make it wrong, but they say, oh, my God, I need to change. I need to change this fear. So that's, that's when they, a lot of people get into personal development and, and positive psychology, and that's all good stuff. What I highly encourage is that people don't get into that in order to, avoid or fight against the the fear that's coming up because basically what you're doing is this fight. You can imagine if you're in a park, right? You're in the park and a five-year-old comes up to you. That's scared. That's fearful. That's telling you that they're worried. Would you go to that five-year-old and say, go away little kid until you feel better, right? Or tell them it's wrong. You're feeling this way. You need to change Mm -hmm. or would you just be that loving safe space for them? right? To feel however they want to feel to, you know, be that safe space for them to express how, what they want to express and just make sure that they are seen, make sure they are heard, make sure they are understood, make sure they are loved. So I'm sure you know where you're going, where I'm going with this. That is that the biggest key to your success is to love the side of you that can fail. The biggest thing I've seen with my clients and myself is that your success is inevitable, right? This flow that you can tap into and this creative self you can tap into when you love the side of you that can fail is immense. So you can imagine when this fear arises, if you were to be just the safe space for that fear to be, to just be there and just be the safe space for that fear to exist, and you're almost like the one you're observing the fear right? And so you feel the fear by being the space of love and the space of safety for it. And you feel it fully without any judgment, without any resistance. And what that will do consciously or unconsciously is you'll start to love that five-year-old. You'll start to provide that love for the five-year-old that they wish they had back then. Right? the five-year-old wish they had unconditional love. You're basically giving yourself that unconditional love. And so that five-year-old can be seen, be heard, be understood. And it's only in the space where you feel that without resistance that the fear will actually dissipate. Oh, wow. And so that's the biggest thing that I found in starting a YouTube channel, starting a, a Facebook group, growing online, Whatever you want to start, if you really want to succeed, you have to love the side of you that can fail, the side of you that can make mistakes, the side of you that can look silly, the side of you that other people are going to say, oh, my God, I hate that. All those fears and doubts need to be resolved, need to be um, felt and understood and loved. And that's when you tap into a side of you that's just going to unleash in terms of content and building a following that people love And so doing that work, I'm doing this work as well. I teach and coach on what I need to remember and remind myself the most. So right now I'm actually meditating about two hours a day. And these are the things I'm going into. I'm doing it for 90 days and I'm, I'm diving in deep and resolving these internal conflicts within myself. And the byproduct has been this huge amount of success on Facebook and with my own communities and everything like that. Because I'm tapping into a deeper side of me, and I'm connecting with myself at a deeper level. So, how's that for an answer?
0: <laughs> a very, very good answer. That's interesting. I wish I could have you on the on my podcast interviews, waiting for when I ask my guests what their biggest fear is, and they say yeah. it's that they're not going to succeed, and then just have that clip play for them. <laughs> I'll
1: just have me just go boom right in their face.
0: Exactly, because that's I mean that that's that's really incredible, and usually you know, I'll ask them what their fear is. And they say it's something along those lines. And then I ask them, did it happen? And they're like, no, you know, it didn't happen. I did it anyway. And then it worked. And then we kind of leave it at that. But mm. it's a lot harder than that. You know, when you have yeah. that fear, it's a lot more difficult than, you know, than than people in my podcast anyway, make it out to be to, yeah. to move past that fear. And like you said, to embrace the fear and, and, go with it and start the podcast or start the, the YouTube channel anyway.
1: Yeah. So that's it. Well, if they want to, if they want to connect with me, if they want to jump in my uh, community, if they want to jump on these, these coaching calls, more than happy for more than happy for them to do that. I'm just going to be doing it uh, live and just going to be doing it in groups. But yeah, people are going to get immense, immense benefit from it. So I'm more than happy for people to connect with me in my, in my groups and on my, on my channels as well.
0: Yeah. What, where can they go to find, or can they go to find you online the best?
1: Yes. Yeah, so my, uh, my Facebook group is, is called uh, connect, uh, contribute, collaborate. So connect, contribute, collaborate. is basically a place for heart centered business owners and entrepreneurs. I count people who are, starting podcasts to be entrepreneurs there are people in there who are who are doing podcasts it's basically a place for them to exactly what it says you know connect to contribute to collaborate and to uh really just be that safe space where we can all grow as one and so the calls the the mastermind calls in terms of their expertise uh, and the experts and also the uh, transformational group coaching will all be coming out of that. All the reminders, all the events will be organized from that Facebook group. And so they'll be conducted on zoom calls and yeah, people just jump on and and see where that is. And therefore they can add me and learn more about my channels and stuff like that. So yeah, that's where they can find me.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much. And thank you again for, for coming on and for that incredible answer as well. Talking about the fears, because I'm glad that we, that I now have a a real in-depth response to those kinds of fears that people can listen to instead of just acknowledging it and just hearing, you know, it won't, it won't matter. Do it anyway. Like that's not, mm-hmm. that's not nearly as helpful. So thank you for that. And thank you for taking the time to come on the show. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. I
1: love, oh, clearly, I love uh, talking about this stuff, sharing it. And um, we talked before this night, I was, ever know that I had, haven't have had a lot of sleep last night and it's felt uh, like, ah, let's just get on the podcast Anyways, I love doing this and love talking about it and it clearly hasn't diminished my uh, passion at all. Um, but more than happy man, it's been been really cool, really exciting and uh, happy to be on.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success. Make sure to head over to iPodcastEdit.com check out the show notes and get each episode of the show delivered right to your inbox. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or whichever audio service you use. If you want to continue the conversation or you have a topic you'd like me to discuss on a future episode of the show, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you again for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode as we continue down the path to podcast success.